as a fintech i think our function is to get out of the way as a payments brand we should get out of the way from a customer doing what they want to do so if they are focused on sending money it should be so seamless that they should not notice us when you look at niam it kind of is the nuts and bolts and the infrastructure on which you can really accelerate your path to being a fintech This is the Niam podcast and I'm your host Tanya Bharatwaj. You were just listening to Yogesh Sangli, the global head of Niam's consumer business. He spent over two decades traversing the payments world, working with companies like PayPal, Citibank and MoneyGram. I caught up with him to talk about remittances or the money that people send home and what fintech platforms like Niam are doing to break currency borders. I thought a good starting point would be to get his perspective on how the remittances industry has evolved. In today's uh, age where you know things are moving really rapidly, I think remittance industry has seen more changes than any other industry probably in the fintech space. If you look at most of the startups that came in early uh, through the fintech boom were all focused on remittance, so I think there has been a lot of change. I think remittance has evolved. It's it's been as old as as money and people have been kind of using remittance of some form or the other from the informal channels to the formal channels but uh, a, a market which has seen year on year growth for almost 17 years uh, apart from a, a two year period in between i think uh, the market has has dynamically evolved into a market which was very very uh, focused on uh people using just two channels which was one was physically going and sending money or using banks uh to send money to you know having multiple choices which have led to uh, the cost of remittances uh, go down pretty dramatically you know one of the biggest thing that world bank which kind of studies this metric very very often uh, one of the biggest challenges that they have had is around the fact that uh the average cost of remittances uh, is very very high till a few years ago it was as high as 8% uh, and then now it has kind of uh, uh, come down to a 4% but 4% is a lot of money for a poor person sending money back home uh, so i think uh, uh, companies such as ours have come in and really disrupted the market and because of that i think uh, 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 with folks like niam and instarem i think we've been able to really uh, bring down the cost of remittances and make the experience really pleasurable instead of the stressful experience that the customers have had before yukesh the covid-19 crisis has also you know accelerated the shift to digital remittances to your mind is this sort of a sign of a structural shift in consumer behavior or is the increased activity spurred by the extraordinary circumstances that we find ourselves in I think it's a mix of both. Uh, I wouldn't say that uh, it's one or the other, but yeah, I mean, players like us, uh, given that you're not able to go and physically send money from outlets, I think we've seen uh, a, a structural shift of people moving uh, money online. So that's one good thing that has happened, and that's not going to go away because once you've experienced the convenience uh, of doing a transaction in a few clicks. uh the 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 rates which are which are really really good as compared to the physical outlets i think those customers aren't going back so so for us that's kind of a a permanent shift that we've seen uh 
but apart from that, there are a lot of people who have used this period to transfer money across uh, and we've kind of gained from that. These have been very, very, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, people who have done stuff to for investments, for safe haven, uh, for for moving money uh, to take care of uh, gaps in funding that they have been created because of the situation. Now, some of that will will peter down, and we're seeing some trends in April after a after a really massive month of March. But having said that, the fundamentals remain sound. Talk to us about Niam's remittance as a service offering. What are some of the problems that it's looking to solve? Well, if you've heard Prajit, uh, who's our CEO, talk, he loves to say that everybody wants to be a fintech. You have Apple launching a card uh, and wanting to do payments really seriously. Google's uh, designs of cards were leaked uh, a few days ago. So there's been a lot of talk about everybody wanting to be a fintech, Walmart wanting to be a fintech, anybody who's 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 a big brand wanting to be a fintech. When you look at Niam, it kind of is 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 the nuts and bolts and the and the infrastructure on which you can really accelerate your path to being a fintech if you have a great customer base or if you have been servicing remittances uh, one way so for example you are a large partner who's getting a lot of remittances into a particular country and you're a large brand i think uh, niam's platform offers a unique opportunity for you to to send money out of countries on your own. Uh, so basically using our licenses, our, our uh, you know, uh, world-leading technology, our, our uh, award-winning uh, infrastructure and, and, uh, and you know, cust- great customer service and customer experience, uh, you, can, you can just kind of plug and play with our product and, and build your brand on top of it, which clearly helps you uh, go to market very very quickly and and start uh, uh, servicing the customer journey on both sides not only one side or if you have a large customer base offer something more to your customers so that's kind of uh, the piece that that ras offers or remittance as a service offers it just makes it more accessible for companies to become uh, remittance providers or providers of uh, payment services uh, and and all this uh, in a very simple, easy manner. And that's what we offer in our remittance as a service platform. Great. I'm actually just going to probe a little bit more. Could you maybe give us some use cases or illustrate ways in which uh, businesses can leverage uh, Niam's remittance as a service capabilities? Sure. And that's that's a really good question because I think, as I mentioned, there are multiple partners who could use us the remittance as a service solution. So one I talked about was if you have, if you're a partner who who is kind of uh, in a country and you built infrastructure uh, or you're a bank in a country where a lot of remittances come into. So let's take an example, a bank in the Philippines. Philippines is a country where 10% of the GDP comes out of remittances and a lot of banks play uh, a key role in it. There are also... Uh, mom and pop shops, or or what uh, what are popularly known as uh, microfinance outlets or pawn shops, which which uh, which kind of cater to this. Now, all of these are large brands. Now, these brands are uh, are available and and very well known 
to Filipinos across the world. Uh, whereas uh, these brands cater to the Filipinos, they only cater to one leg of the transaction. But with remittance as a service, they can launch their services in all the markets that that Neom has licenses in, and and they can send money uh, in almost a closed loop fashion to uh, and and control the journey on both ends. So that's like a, a a clear use case. The same thing holds for banks. If you have customers abroad who are using various other means to send money back, uh, why not keep it within your ecosystem so that you ensure that 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 you service the customer end to end. Also ensure that uh, that uh, the customers uh, gets to see your uh, offerings rather than shops around for multiple choices if you, if you can kind of combine the journey and make it uh, valuable for the com- uh, for the customer to do that so that's uh, that's one way of kind of looking at it the second piece is is that if you are a consumer brand and and you already are doing say domestic payments or you are a wallet uh, who's got a set of customers? So we have a very interesting use case called Phone Pay in India, where basically they are one of the largest financial uh, wallets in the world, and uh, they are one of the top uh, downloads in 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 the Android Play Store. Uh, and they are basically uh, they use us or our remittance as a service to send money out of India. That's not a capability they have. Uh, they don't have the requisite license to do that. We bring in all our infrastructure, technology, uh, our expertise, because uh, there is a lot more um, that is involved in compliance than technology. We also have world-leading, comp- uh, 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 rather, a uh, lot more involved in remittance rather than uh, technology. Uh, so there is compliance, and and we we have a really strong compliance platform. Uh, which is a part of the remittance as a service. So, so you get to use not only our technology but also our compliance to to be able to offer remittances when when you don't have the ability to either uh, from a uh, from a from a ability regulatory perspective or ability uh, understanding or knowledge perspective. So both uh, both these options. A third use case which which uh, is very important is is a lot of technology companies need payments to be made to their partners so for example we are talking to a large uh, large app which which is used for entertainment across the world and uh, people make a few second videos and and they uh, these influencers as they call them have to be paid and and to pay them out i think uh, the the organization needs some control and that control could be offered by a remittance as a service solution it could also give that ability to their customers to to move, move money across uh, markets so all these use cases are are there for um, for uh, uh, partners to kind of utilize which are the markets that uh, neem can give its clients access to we would like to be giving access to all the markets where we are licensed to send uh, but right now we are launching with a pilot in Singapore and Australia, and in the next month or so, we would be available in all the other markets. So we are present in almost uh, uh, thirty-five markets across the world. So all of Europe, uh, UK, US, Canada, uh, and quite a few key markets in Asia uh, like uh, India, um, Singapore, Malaysia, Hong Kong, 
and Australia. And we do also have licenses now in in uh, Indonesia and in Japan. So these would also be added at a later stage. So all these countries will be available, but we'll start with Singapore and Australia, and then we will move to the other markets. But all of this is available to the customers uh, who uh, choose RAS. Uh, the good thing is that the integration is a one-time integration and you get all the countries as they come on board. You don't have to kind of integrate for every single country. And in each country, the requirement that the regulator has, the requirement, uh, the infrastructure that you need to, to receive payments so that payments can be set, sent out, uh, all, the, all the fraud control measures that are required, and the compliance, all of that is offered as a single package so that you can just plug and play and go live in these countries as soon as they are available on the Neom platform for remittance as a service. Yogesh, what would you say is the edge that Neom's RAS offering has over, say, other players that exist in the market today? Uh, as I look at it, and I, uh, I mean, having spent so many years in the payment industry and and so many years in the remittance industry, you know, I, I can tell you that there aren't too many players who are offering this as, as a as a as a wholesome package. There are players who offer offer you bits and pieces, but players who are kind of offering this as a package, which kind of includes uh, ability to to send using our uh, licensed entity in that market uh, to be able to kind of customize your front end to be able to kind of uh, go live in a in a few uh, few weeks to a month depending upon your ability and capability uh, to be able to use fraud management compliance uh, and all the payment sources this is a big leg up for anybody who wants to go into the remittance industry uh, most of this is is almost proprietary for for uh, for remittance players but for us uh, and the belief that that neom has is that that we we are here to kind of provide infrastructure so that people can service their customers better i think we've taken a different path and therefore uh, we are offering this as as an overall uh, uh, package to the customer so i think that way we are almost unique in the market and we will have an early mover advantage in that sense when we do ras my last question then, and I, I suppose it sort of circles back to where we started. Uh, how do you see fintechs like Neom disrupt the remittance industry in you know the years to come? This is very interesting, okay, because I came from uh, my last role was in a very traditional remittance outlet and uh, or you know outfit, and which was one of the top uh, two out, outfits in in the remittance space and and. Uh, uh, as a regional leader there i thought about this every day okay uh, and and something that that i really feel is is very dear to my heart and one of the reasons why uh, i joined neom and i'm a part of this journey i think what 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 the remittance industry is going through right now with the fintechs is that there was a phase when fintechs came they had a lot of uh, uh, lot of ideas and lot of uh, ways to kind of uh, uh, implement those ideas because because of generous funding and stuff like that, and they could really go and and disrupt the market on price. But now that you know that phase is past, and and we are in a uh, in a phase where the uh, monetary flow is is a bit tighter. I think we are finding that the fintech companies are 
definitely uh, looking at at something more than just price so it is about you know the experience the efficiency uh, and the loyalty that that you would do with uh, by using us and and something that kind of makes your next experience simpler easier as a fintech i think our our function is to kind of almost to get out of the way as a payments brand we should get out of the way from a customer doing what they want to do so if they are focused on sending money it should be so seamless that they should not notice us and and for a brand like niam we are doing exactly that we are letting the customer control and and drive their journey and and that kind of uh, puts us in a in a unique position with them uh, the other piece that i feel is that uh, the remittance industry a lot of players are what they call as a one trick pony everybody does that remittance single thing whereas what we are trying to build is more than that because for us remittance is a part of an overall journey it is about what the customer needs apart from remittance the remittance customer typically wants sends once a month if it's a filipino or a mexican customer probably twice a month but what we are building and the level of engagement that we are building we are able to kind of expand that and introduce more products so as we move and transform ourselves into a of fintech which can offer not only remittances but more products so i think that's going to be key for the industry there'll be a lot of disruption but there would also be players who would who would offer apps which would give you much more than just remittances so people therefore will move away from traditional players and go to players who they use more often it's not that app that they open once a month and then forget about but they would come to us much more often so that frequency will increase and and that's what we are building so i think that's going to be the big disruption in the next uh, few years to come thank you so much yogesh it's been such a pleasure and you've given us a lot to think about thanks tania thanks a lot uh, always a pleasure and thanks for this thank you